Hello everyone, welcome back to Breaking Apostolic Taboo. I'm Bailey Romans, and on this podcast we like to talk about things that have a little bit of a taboo around them, Um, and we like to break the stigma and break the awkwardness around certain subjects, and so along with that, we like to educate. We want you to be educated on ways to help yourself, ways to help others get through these certain circumstances that we all go through. Last time we did a series on mental illnesses and this time we're going to be doing Redeemed Sexuality by Andrew A. Boa. It is a 12 session, so 12 weeks, and we are super excited. We want to give you some practical resources to help you combat some of these sexual issues. And because a lot of churches do not have a program to help people that struggle with pornography addiction and sexual addiction in general, um, hopefully this will help you. This is a good resource. You can find it on Amazon. If you would like to do this at your church or with a small group, if you would like to start it, um, I will have a Dropbox if you want to do this on your own personal time and uh, with the worksheets that you'll need um, to fill out if you would like to participate. And thank you so much for joining us and I hope you enjoy this episode. Telling your story. If we can share a story with someone who responds with empathy and understanding, shame can't survive. By Brene Brown. Why do we jump into sharing our sexual histories right away? Because it sets the tone for the rest of our time together. Trust is built and safety is established. People will talk more openly about sexual struggles after experiencing the power of bringing their darkness into the light. Once everyone has disclosed their sexual histories, the group becomes a place of acceptance and authentic community. People experience God's grace through one another and prayer partners are able to offer each other day-to-day support at a deeper level. Telling our stories is usually scary, but always worth it. How do you feel about sharing your sexual history? I know for me, um, I've always been very open about my history and my struggles. And so for me, I don't have a difficult time sharing my struggles that I've had. But I know for other people, this can be really difficult because of shame. And so um, Sharing our sexual histories is one way to obey James 5.16, which instructs us to pursue healing by confessing our sins and praying for one another. While it would be interesting to do an in-depth study of verses like James 5.16, the focus of this group is not studying the Bible, but putting what it says into practice. This session introduces the practices of confession and prayer. It is not meant to be a one-time event, but the first step in developing a habit of talking about these things regularly. The next step will give you guidelines for organizing prayer partners so that person-to-person confession and prayer become life-giving habits. James 5.16 says, Confess your faults one to another and pray for one another that ye may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be held or healed. I said that so wrong. I'm sorry. The prayer of the righteous person is powerful and effective. We're going to 
going to interrupt today's episode to let you know about something you can do to help us out here on Breaking Apostolic Taboo. We have set up through Anchor a listener support. You can donate however much you want to. It can be monthly. It can be a one-time donation. All of these donations will help towards either getting us some better equipment or whatever extra money we have and whatever money we gain that doesn't get used on on the podcast directly, we will give to Amherst or a charity, anything um, we see fit. Um, if you would like to become a listener supporter, you can see in our show notes, there should be a link or you can go to Anchor um, or on Anchor to our Breaking Apostolic Taboo um, page and you can become a listener supporter there so if you would that would be great and help us out and help us maybe get some recording equipment and help us um or we can give to amers or to the children's mansion whichever we see fit to do that month so thank you so much and that's all i have for this I've come today to tell you about an amazing opportunity you have coming up. June 17th through the 19th in Wentzville, Missouri, RKR Global Training is coming to the U.S. Um, RKR Training is usually done in Latvia, and they're bringing it to the U.S. this year. And um, the, the mission of the RKR Global Training Center is to equip people through on-site and online training to fulfill the call of God on their lives. Um, RKR Global Training Center focuses on equipping people with the knowledge and practical skills to be effective in evangelism and church planning. The curriculum covers topics like multicultural ministry, disciple making, spiritual warfare, gifts of the spirit, evangelism, and leadership. And we are super excited. Me and Taylor will be attending the RKR Global Training. This is a great opportunity that you may have not gotten to experience because it is, you know, usually it would be a mafia. Um, so it just a couple of things um, come expecting practical ministry training, spiritual impartation and empowerment, miracle signs and wonders and opportunities to minister in the streets. Um, we are super excited about this and it is $30 a person. And we just want to let you know, you can go to RKR Global Training Center and get registered today. The next step in your journey with us through Redeemed Sexuality is to find you a prayer partner. Uh, These partnerships are not only for prayer, but for confession, affirmation, personal challenge, and spiritual friendship. The goal is not accountability in the sense of sexual uh, policing one another by keeping tabs on behaviors, but ministering the gospel to one another when we need it the most. Weekly group meetings alone cannot accomplish this. Daily contact with your prayer partner or partners is where the main action of discipleship happens, not in a weekly group meeting. Attending weekly group meeting is a good place to start. However, if you don't connect with a prayer partner at least once per week outside of the group, you will seriously stunt your ability to grow. There are at least two major reasons for this. First, sexual shame and sin is not a once a week problem. So discipleship in this area cannot succeed as a once a week solution. 
Second, sexual shame and sin is ultimately an intimacy disorder that feeds on the silence and isolation. So healing requires you to replace silence with consistent communication and replace isolation by spending time together with someone who can support you. Time with your partner or prayer partner does not have to be long. Even 15 minutes is usually enough. The key is consistency. The most successful prayer prayer partners connect frequently, if not nightly, by doing so they support one another not only in response to problems but by preventing problems before they happen prayer partners minister to one another in ugliness and messiness and daily problems no amount of trying to heal on your own can substitute from for the training you do with a prayer partner thinking your or think of your group as a team think of your group as a team the weekly meeting is your team's huddle the huddle is where you prepare for the game When trials and temptations come, even if the huddle goes well, if you don't play as a team during the game time, you will be easily defeated. The opponent's strategy is to divide and conquer, because if you try to fight sexual shame and sin alone, you will soon grow discouraged. However, if you play as a team, you will be difficult to defeat. Prayer partners help us to play as a team during game time, not just during the huddle. Praying together can heal our whole lives, including our relationship with God, relationship with others, relationship with self, and relationship with the world. What to do with your prayer partner. Pray together at least once per week. Call for, the, call for help during trials and temptation. Always be honest about struggles and sins. Answer the phone when called for help. Explore areas of woundedness. Encourage often and challenge with truth. Notice and affirm signs of improvement and clarify the boundaries of the friendship. In our Dropbox folder, I will link you your questions for your prayer partner in the reflection for this episode today. So thank you so much for joining us this week.